The Classic Metal Show now has all of our videos on Spotify. Simply look up and subscribe to the CMS Network on Spotify, and you'll get the audio and video podcast episodes each day from The Classic Metal Show. It's never been easier to watch or listen to Neely and Chris, so simply open Spotify, subscribe to the CMS Network, and enjoy the Classic Metal Show every single day. From the Outrider release, that is Jimmy Page with Wasting My Time. And uh, can you believe already, dude, it's been 15 years since that last uh, Zeppelin reunion. Yeah, man, we are getting old if and creeping toward. Gone by. Dude, we are cre- we're not creeping toward the grave. We're speeding toward it, aren't yeah, we? That's good. I mean, I remember remember when they were announcing that, uh, you know, there, there potentially could be a, a you know, a reunited Zeppelin tour and everybody mm-hmm. was getting excited about that. And then it was only the one off at the O2 arena for the celebration day. Right. And then, you know, um, there was all kinds of talk that they were going to do something. And then Robert plant didn't want to do it. And then yeah. uh, Jimmy page and John Paul Jones and, and Jason bottom were talking about going out uh, with a different singer. Yeah. They tried out miles Kennedy. Yeah, and that didn't that didn't happen, obviously, and right. you know, fifteen years ago. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. It's crazy when you think about so many of our of our favorite bands had careers less than fifteen years, and and it's been you know it's so how many of our favorite bands are we looking at a lifetime? You know, fifteen twenty years is a lifetime as far as a music entity goes, and they're 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 almost double that since their last good records, since the yeah. ones people cared about bands like, like a Def Leppard. It's been what? 25 years, 35 years since Def Leppard had a really good record. I'll say what? 87. So it's almost been 40 years, almost 40 years, 35 yeah. years since Def Leppard had a good record. Yeah. How long has it been since Robert Plant had a good record? Well, the last one that I really enjoyed was that Faded Nations. When when did that, that was, come out? I think that was 93 or 94. <laughs> so that's like 30 years ago. Yeah. Jesus, we are we are screaming toward the finish line, my friend. Yeah, I still play that Faded Nations. Yeah, it's a good one. My favorite from him was Manic Nirvana. Yeah, well, that was before. That was like, what yeah. was it, 89? That was in the 80s, yeah. 89 or 90, it was somewhere around there mm-hmm. you know and then before that was now in zen another decent record that's a real good one the, yeah. that had the tall cool one on it mm-hmm. yeah that, i mean dude they he was good for a while yeah heaven knows tall cool one yeah. ship of fools yeah those are all good and you know the obviously big log and yeah well that was early 80s yeah that was that was right after zeppelin but yeah and then now he does folk records with Alison Krauss. Yeah. 
which are still listenable. I don't know if you've ever listened to any of them, but they're, yeah, they're actually listenable. Yeah, I, I've been checking it out. I've been checking they're, it out. The, the, the new one from Melon Camp I haven't checked out yet. Yeah, you might want to not. Really? It's not very good? No. It's definitely not. It, it's what you think when you're reading this press and never, you know, and he's saying things like, Oh, I always hated Jack and Diane. I hate that fucking song. This is what I'm doing now. It's like, Phew. well, he, he's, he likes the fact that he's ruined his voice with smoking over the decades because mm-hmm. of the, the gravelly, uh, bluesy old black blues man gravel, yeah. you know, vocals. And he says he, he likes that. I mean, you know the last the last record that I really liked from Mel- Melon Camp was whenever we wanted. Same here. That's the one with that one song goes. Dan-a, dan-a, yeah, yep. I don't remember the name. They're dropping their bombs in the yeah. southern hemisphere, and people are starving that live right here. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah, whatever that song's called. Love and happiness. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I liked I liked some of the other ones, but th- th- that I have this whole catalog because I'm just a fan. Sure. But uh, as far as the last really good record that I really liked a lot was was that uh, whenever we wanted. See, he's hit or miss for me. I mean, I like even in the heyday, I like most of the stuff, but like Scarecrow, I hated. I just hated that stripped down. Sounds like it was recorded in a field sound that he did. Well, and, it, and that had ROCK in the USA on it, right? Uh, Yes. Yeah. And that even that song, I, I didn't really like that song very much. You that, know, it was a that, huge hit. But that um, uh, Lonesome Jubilee, I played mm-hmm. the shit out of that record. Yeah. That, that had what? Cherry Bomb? Yep. Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he... I, He's hit or miss. See, like loads of Jubilee. That that's that same sound. I don't like that. That kind of sounds like you would hear it at a hoedown. Well, yeah. Well, that's what he was kind of going for. It, yeah. it, it was sort of that. It it was that Midwestern rock music, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like more of the "Ain't Even Done with the Night" stuff, the earliest stuff. Jack and Diane. Well, you like the more pop stuff. Of course, Pink Houses. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, but but the dirtiest record, you know, the the my probably my favorite record, just just got the dirtiness in it. Is that the uh huh? Yeah, that's my favorite one too. That, that one, that one just kicks my ass every time I listen to it. Hey, what the fuck? Because, it, because it's just <laughs> so dirty. I mean, because it's just a raw, dirty record. Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Uh, and the mother loving it, for you. There it goes. Oh. A one, a two, a one, two, three. What the fuck? Yeah, I like uh, that. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, no, see, that's when he was great. Uh huh, it's a great album. It I love that album. album. It, it's just, well, they, they recorded that. They wrote and recorded that in like under like two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was just a hurry up, get it done, get in the studio, and just bust it out. Yeah, and, it and it, and it, came, it was like a spontaneous good record. It wasn't overproduced, it wasn't mm-hmm. overthought, it was just a dirty. You know what? Whatever lyrics came out of their, you know, heads at that time, and just right. bang. What was the hit off that? Walls come tumbling down. When the well, that's, walls that's one come of them. Pink houses was on that. That was the huge yeah. one. Yeah, pink houses was massive. Uh huh. Remember MTV giving away the pink house? I do. 
And then like six months later, that guy filed for bankruptcy because he couldn't make the payments on the land. Or well, I, I, I remember, you know, it was they were having a party and, and people were, I can't remember if they were giving away the pink house or people showed up to paint the house pink and they gave it away or something to that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then, and then Mellencamp uh, performed at a backyard party. Mm-hmm. But I just remember the guy somehow went bankrupt and had to give back the house. He he like couldn't afford the taxes on the land or something. I think, I think there was I think there was more to the story. I think the guy got in some kind of an accident or something. He got into a car accident. Okay. And he got laid up or something like that, you know. And it, it was he had to sell the house. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Well, why didn't Mr. Communal Property just buy it for him? Yeah, who knows. You know, he's all about the commune. He's a sure. fucking straight communist. Yeah, well, he he basically said he's a socialist. Yeah. You know, which which doesn't make any sense to me because this guy has had the great fortune, you know, due to his talent and his uh mm-hmm. drive and his ability to to perform and sing yeah. and do what he's done for, you know, over four decades, almost five sure. decades. Mm-hmm. And uh how could somebody who has earned a living doing that and and lived off of the uh, riches of his fame and fortune and go, yeah, I'm a socialist. What? Pro- probably because he knows that he wouldn't be living on the bottom tier because he has money. Yeah, I know. But socialism is when the government says, well, you, you have more than you need. So we're going to take your excess. Sure. We're going to take, take more because your neighbor doesn't have what you have yeah. and everybody needs to be equal. So we're going to take, your stuff and give it to the other people. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know why he's like that. He's that's that's a bizarre thing, yeah, you know. Just a buffoon. Yeah, it's uh, politics and and people and music and stuff just don't mix. Well, you know, it's it's first of all, it's the illusion that they're smart just because you see them on TV a lot. You know, because you see them on TV a lot doesn't make them smart. Yeah, I agree. I mean, dude, we know a million musicians, and most of them are stupid. Yeah. Honestly, well, most of them are dumb. The thing is, the thing is, is if if they try to talk politics, yeah, they're nine times out of ten they're influenced by what they saw on CNN. Sure. Well, they're uninformed because they don't have time to sit down and and actually do any research. They're on the fucking well, that, road all the time. That part is true, and and what they do know, or they pretend to know, or or claim to know, is what they saw on CNN. Yeah, yeah, because you know why? Because CNN's on in the airports and shit. Well, yeah, and I heard that uh, I heard that the airports are are pulling CNN uh, off are their TVs and shit. Yeah. Well, I'll never know because. I'm not getting a shot so I can fucking fly. Fuck off. You don't need a shot to fly. Not domestically. I thought you did. No. no. I, I flew I flew just before Christmas, remember? Well, to be honest, it's an empty threat for me. I haven't actually been on a plane since 2010. I, well, so. now if you're going to go out of the country, it's a different story. Yeah. But, but domestic flights? No, you don't have to have the poke for that. Dude, I'm having a hard time getting out of my home. I, I get you. Let alone getting on a plane to go somewhere. I ain't yeah. going anywhere. Uh, you know me. Uh, you know I I fly several times a year. You know I'm yeah. gone to different events and things. But yeah. uh, but no, it's not a problem. I mean, I flew out for the Piercy thing back in February of last year, and then I flew out uh, for the whiskey shows. You mm-hmm. know, in December. Yeah. So that wasn't an issue. Yeah, I'll pass. I want nothing to do with it. 
I don't want some swishy dork telling me to put my mask on. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, uh, both, both times that I flew out to LA, uh, for the Piercy thing and for the docking thing, uh, last year, you know, I flew first class both times and I had really good service and I didn't have any swishy dudes. Well, they're probably laid off. <laughs> I tell you what, though, uh, when I I always sit if I can, if, if I can get the seat, I always book the seat. Uh, when you walk into the plane, I always book the first seat in first class on the right hand side of the aisle because mm-hmm. the the stewardesses can see you because the the little uh, pantry area or the little food service area is mm-hmm. off to the left or to the okay. if you're sitting, it's off to the right. Well, right. when they're standing up there just doing whatever they're doing, they can always see you. And okay. if they see your glass is empty, like if you're drinking wine or something, which which I drink like red wine during the flight, right. they as soon as your glass is empty, they see your glass is empty and they come. I bet you they serve me four times more than anybody else <laughs> because they could see me. Stagger off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> But but I've done that numerous times and it's true. And it's just like, yeah, if you sit on that side and they, and you're within view and they see your glass is empty, they'll come right over and fill your glass right back Nice. Up. Nice. I like that. So, Although for me, that would be dangerous because I would absolutely take advantage of that. I have. Ooh. It's good. I remember, I remember one flight I took back from Korea and I just got bombed. I was, I was on Korean air. It was a, I think it was nine and a half hours back to LA. Yeah. And it was, it was free, free beers on the plane. And holy fuck, I must've drank 20 beers on the plane. (laughs) I was fucked. And it was my first time coming home. And you know, so I get to LA, I'm completely wasted. And I had like a four hour layover or something in LA. I go right to the bar and keep on drinking. Nice. Drinking, drinking, drinking. Get on the plane to go from LA to Ohio, drinking some more on the plane. I got off the plane. My mom, who hasn't seen me in a year or six months or whatever it was, she's all thrilled to see me and whatever. And I come staggering off the plane. <laughs> I was just wrecked. And she was just like, oh. She, she was like so deflated that I was, you know, here she was to pick up her baby. And here I yeah. was just annihilated drunk. You smell like a brewery, oh, son. I was just, you know, drunk off my ass, giggling. You know, yeah. you know the, the drunk giggle laugh where you know yeah. you did something you're not supposed to do. You know, and the worst part is I came back in the States. I wasn't even legal in the States to drink. You know, I was only like 19 years old or so, 18, 19, something like yeah. that. Wasn't that still when uh, low beer and high beer was still a, a thing? No. No? No, but I, I was able to drink. I was able to drink on the Korean flight because they don't have the same age thing. Right. And then when I got to L.A., I probably smelled like booze, so they just served me booze. <laughs> I don't know I, why they served me booze. Plus, I was in military uniform and all that other shit, so. Do you, do you remember in Ohio that they had the, they had the two tier, uh, beer that if you I do. in, you could, you could drink the, what was it? Five, five beer or the three, two beer yeah, or whatever. The three, two. I remember the three, two. Yeah. And, well, what were the two beers? One was the low beer and the other one was the high beer. And if you were 18, you could drink the low beer. 
Yeah, I but think the, the low wasn't the low beer the three two and the high beer was just beer. Yeah, well, what what is beer as far as the alcohol content? I don't know, no idea. But yeah, not three so, two. You know, I don't know. But but you know, if you were you were eighteen, you could drink the low beer. So when my, a lot of my, I didn't drink at all. Uh, I, you know, I didn't even have my first drink until I was like 26, but right. when, when I, some of my friends from high school, when they turned 18, they just could not wait to go to Parasons sure. to go, <laughs> go have some, go have some beers. Yeah. It's about 5% is a, oh, that's is what a I real said. beer. It was five, yeah. Yeah. And, and three, two was the low beer. Right. Yeah. Parasons, dude. I, I went to Parasons. You're going to laugh. I went to Parasons about three years ago and had a, had lunch with my daughter, me and my daughter, we, we were out that way. And I was like, yeah, I saw what, the what parasons did you go to, uh, the, the, what is that on 59 or whatever there in Kent, Kent Ravenna, wherever that is. Well, the, the one I used to go to was up on Waterloo road and, and Arlington been... in Kent. No, it's in Akron. In Akron? No, that just well, was. They had a couple. They had a couple of places around yeah. town, and that's that. That was the main one up on Waterloo Road on in Arlington Road. Okay, yeah, I think this was the one in Kent or Stowe or whatever, whatever it was called. But um, it I I just happened to be out there and I saw Parasons and I swung <laughs> in there and and it was still pretty good. I ain't gonna hey, lie. I th I thought it would be all different. Not. Do you remember the big scandal of Tony Parasons? No. Look, look that up real quick. He he died in a car wreck, and he had a hooker with him. Really? Yeah, I remember it was a big scandal that uh, he uh, he had a car wreck and died, and he had some chick with him, and you know he was a married guy and everything, and he had some chick with him. I think his name was Tony Parasons. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking. Sure. Anthony George Perry. I'm seeing like funeral stuff, but nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing about that he died with a whore. <laughs> well, that was the big scandal. Yeah, I don't see that. I just see that he died. Yeah. Under a pair of sons. Right. Oh, good on him. He was just sampling the fish. Yeah, no shit. Hey, good for him. Yeah. But I, I remember what a big, big deal that was. That happened. That happened like 80. What was it? Eight. What, what does it show a date? It's like, it was like 82 or 83 or something like when that. When he died? Yeah, it was 80 something. Well, let's see. I got to pull it back up. 86? Um, do, do, dies in a car crash. Parasons. Dies in a car from February 21st, 1982. 82. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Like it happened yesterday because it was because, you know, we were of age to go to Parasons, you right. know, to go. My friends would always get the uh, carafes of beer. Sure. And we would go, you know, have their pizza because it was really inexpensive to eat there. Mm hmm. And, you know, that was kind of a hangout. And then I remember when Tony Parasons got killed in a car wreck and the big scandal was he, he, he had a hooker in the car with him. Yeah. Probably crashed his car from getting his joint blown while he was driving. That well, that could have been the case. Yeah. She was sampling the sausage. <laughs> yeah. 
she was waiting for for some of that fettuccine uh, yeah. Alfredo sauce. Yeah, exactly. She, 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 was, just, she was draining him of his Alfredo sauce. Yeah, she wasn't sucking his dick. She was just food testing. <laughs> so, so those of you who are listening to the show in other parts of the country, you have no frame of reference what we're talking yeah. about, but who gives a shit? Yeah, know, if you don't, Jack, I'm sure Jackal knows what we're talking about, and Demon may know what we're talking yeah. about. Hey, and if you don't know what we're talking about, there's always it's too late with Alan Mosley. Yeah, exactly. That show's just waiting for new fans. <laughs> so you send in your questions about toothpaste and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> or getting your joint blown, yeah, and into a wreck. No, that 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 qualifies as a CMS type question, right? <laughs> we'll take those emails. Sure. We don't we don't want the which end of the toothpaste do you squeeze questions. Thank you. <laughs> Tony oh, Parison. Yeah. What is going on with Mark Striggle? What do you mean? Uh, Henry Lee Summer uh put a picture of Striggle in the in the chat room. Mm-hmm. He's just got some kind of, he's got a weird look about him. That's that serious XM DJ Mark Struggle. Is that what it is? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's sick or anything. No, I I it just I don't know. He just it just an oddball, but odd look. I don't know what it is. Kind of reminds me of uh Fargo when they said, Oh, he's kind of funny looking. He looks like every 30-year-old guy in the 70s TV shows. Is that what it is? Look at him. He, he he looks like he would be one of those guys in every one of them shows. That's like 35 going on like 60. <laughs> you know, he's got like an older young look. Yeah. Like it's... like he's he's trying to keep his look modern, but he's old, so it doesn't it, work. Yeah. Strange. I don't know. Whatever. Hey, good for him. I see he's getting some day shifts on Sirius XM, so good for him. I'll never hear them, but good for him. <laughs> some, some pre-recorded shit. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw um, Emily posted his schedule, and he was like on Monday and Tuesday at like noon or something. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee you it's not live. Yeah, probably not. Just recording his breaks in between. Yeah, well, got to leave something for Eddie Trunk to do. <laughs> do, uh, do they have any, aside from like talk shows like Mark Levin or something, uh, not that you would know, but do, do they have any live shows on on Sirius anymore or S- Howard Stern or something like that? They have Trunk. Yeah. Howard Stern. Yeah. Um, um, now the, the music, Jim channels, and Sam, uh, the music channels, though, those are not live. Those are all no. pre records. Yeah. Jim and Sam. Yeah, that's another talk show, though. I'm talking about, like, any kind of, like, a real DJ-type show. Oh, I have no, dude. I oh. have not. I haven't listened to that part of Sirius XM since my O&A days. You know, it's been years since I, since I listened to that. Who would listen to that? I, well, uh, uh, an ex of mine would listen to that because I bought it for her car for a year. And she mm-hmm. was to the 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 eighties channel or whatever okay. that was. And yeah, there's a channel on there that all the old MTV DJs they they host, mm-hmm. and, and they just do their you know they have uh, 
they just do the talk ups to the songs, which are like 30 second breaks. Right. But, but you, they're, you know, of course, they're all totally pre recorded 30 second breaks. Sure. Hey, that was Judas Priest with You've Got Another Thing Coming, and they've got another thing coming, another tour that is. They're going to be out on the road with this Iron Maiden. Speaking of Iron Maiden, they have a new record as well called yep. Sumjitsu, and here's a song from that. It's the writing on the wall. Exactly. Right here on Sirius XM Octane. I could not imagine doing that every day. Ugh, yeah. I mean, that would just get so monotonous. That would just be money gig. Just just talk, do a talk up to a song, you know, come out of a break, do a talk up to a song, go into the next song, come out of the mm -hmm. song, go into another. I, I couldn't do that. I could for a check. If it, I, it, as long as I could do it at home. If I had to it, go in to do it, no fucking way. Yeah, but I mean, could you imagine doing that live? Oh, no. You know, it's just boring. Dude, when we used to have the, the, whatchamacallit, the, um, what do you call those guys? Come in and, and evaluate. Oh, the, the, the consultants? The consultants. When the, yeah. when the consultants would come in to evaluate us, you know, at, at 92.3. Yeah. Man, we used to have to sit around in a room, sit around in a, around a table, and the consultant would go, okay, Nirvana, come as you are, go. And you and we all had to give a talk up like on the fly. Are you shitting me? No, I'm not. It was oh, it was my God, dude. Dude, and mine was the Nirvana, come come as you are, and and I went with some. I forget what I did. I did something like um, like a, you 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 need to hear this song again. Like you need a hole in your head. Like Kurt Cobain, it's Nirvana. <laughs> come as you. You know, I did something like that. Fucking. Kim Monroe, our program director, was horrified. With of me. course, because you know this was like the the consultant from yeah, um, he has to, he New has York to or whatever. Yeah, he goes back to the corporate headquarters to make yeah. his report and go. Well, there was this guy, and you know, I, I I could just imagine. Oh, but but you know what? I'll be fair to that guy. He loved it. Yeah, well, he thought it was hilarious. You weren't one of those DJ though. No. Well, yeah, no, but I still had to attend the meetings. I, know, I understand that. But my point is, is maybe he thought it was funny because you you didn't count as, yeah, as, as, as really the air staff that did that kind of shit. Yeah. But, but I will tell you when my whole uh, perception of broadcast radio was destroyed. Okay. Um, when I was in broadcasting school, I went to the Ohio center for broadcasting there over there mm -hmm. in independence. Yeah. So right down the street, what, what is the name of that building with the green neon, uh, lights around? Oh. God damn it. It's a, uh, it's, it's like the Ford building or something, but I yeah, know it's not it. Like that, but that's where all the radio stations are hosted or they're, they're oh, Oak tree. Yeah. Oak Tree Boulevard, yeah, yeah. The, the Oak Tree, so, the Oak Tree Complex. So, so when all the radio stations got all bought up by Clear yeah. Channel or whatever, they they put all of the studios all in one building mm -hmm. in Independence, Ohio. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when when I was in broadcasting school, we were taking the field trip literally a quarter mile down the road from the broadcasting. Sure. Wow. To go to the, uh, the real radio stations 
Sure. And uh, who who was WGAR was in there, and yeah, all the Clear Channel stuff, yeah, MMS, the, yeah, exactly. Kiss FM. Was MMS in there? Oh yeah. What was the one down in uh, with the one that I used to come to? That that was before the move. That okay, was, MMS. The- MMS was in the um the t- terminal tower. Tower yeah, City. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, and, uh, go but ahead. Then we moved over to to Oak Tree. Okay, well this this was before MMS was there. Okay, because I didn't I, I didn't know you then. Yeah. So yeah. so so we went there to to do the little tour of the studios and shit. Sure. So we went into one of the studios when the the live DJ I think it was WGAR. Okay. Uh, the live DJ was doing his uh, his air shift, and we walked in there. And he had a little plastic um, basket sitting up on the console, and it literally had um, recipe cards in there. (laughs) And, you know, when he did his break, he would reach into the basket and get his little recipe card out, and he would read his break Mm -hmm. off of the recipe card. Right. And that's what he did. And And I was just like... I thought you guys were like hired because you guys had some kind of air talent. And again, this is where my whole perception got blown. Sure. And I was just like, you got to be shitting me. And that's when I decided I'm not doing this. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be this guy who picks a card out of a recipe box and reads it. Right. You know, and, and then of course, when we went back to the school and we were discussing protocol and all this bullshit, one of the one of the commandments was stick to the script. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't go rogue. No. You don't say anything. You don't say anything outside of that. No, of course not. You just you just read the card, mm-hmm. and you you read it as if you're saying it yourself. Yeah, you know you you don't just phonetically read it. You go, hey, and that was blah 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 da da da, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. You read this card and you go, hey, coming up next, we got a, you know, something or another. And I was just like, holy shit, this is boring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, d- dude, the whole fake enthusiasm card, like we used to have to cut commercials, you know, and, and we used to have to, I, I usually did them because Matt was never available. And I was, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I told you this before they knew I worked in the same building yeah, yeah, as yeah, 92.3. Yeah. Would you work for Broadcom or something? That Broadvox, yeah, a Broadvox. telephone company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was in the same building as ninety two was. Right. And Kim, our program director, knew that. So anytime there was any any kind of bullshit that had to be done, right, she would call me and she'd be like, "Hey, why don't you come over here? I'll buy you lunch." And I always knew that that <laughs> meant I was going to work. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna go do. Now, did you get paid to do that, or that no. was I'll buy you lunch if you come in here yeah. and? Not- liners out yeah that was what it, i mean i could have probably pressed it but i you know i could have waved my contract around but i guess it, and it a, but it was a fun thing though it I was didn't supposed care. to be a fun thing yeah of course yeah i i didn't give a shit well, i didn't want to make it wasn't your main gig you know but yeah. you wanted to stay in the good graces to be able to mm-hmm. stay out the air and just you know yeah do what you did right sure and to and in fairness to kim she really let me do whatever i wanted sure. to do 
Sure. You know, she never gave me shit. And by by that token, I never gave her any shit. She right. wanted me to come over and cut liners or whatever. It was pro quo, man. Yeah, it was. But man, the liners were just painful. <laughs> I'd be, first of all, the, the, the production studio that we had over there yeah. that serviced both, well, three stations. It serviced whatever was in the front. I don't remember what was in the front studio. But then there was our studio, and then there was 98.5 in the back studio. Okay. So you had three studios in in that building, and then you had a production room that literally was about a quarter the size of my office here. Yeah, yeah. It just, I mean, it's it was just, tiny. It, it's, a, it's a little sound booth. Yeah, it, it, it was barely more than a sound. It had a soundboard in it, and it had a mic. And sometimes they would want us to do interviews and bring the guests in there to pre-record the interviews in that little room. I, it was ridiculous yes. how small it was. Sure. She would, she'd bring me over and she'd be like, okay, I need you to do these three spots. Right. You know, and I'm like, okay, fine. And and I would do them and she, she, you know, she'd be like, okay, make sure you make it sound like you do on the air. Like you're having fun. Yeah, like, okay. And it's spontaneous and yeah. it's awesome top of your head but stick to the script yeah well they didn't they they never gave me scripts as much as bullet points they just right. were like bullet point and it would be like some show you know it'd be like hey 98 92 3 is going to be presenting corn over at the wolstein center corn who's famous for their album got the life blah 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 you know what follow whatever <laughs> yeah and 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 i would just i would just get in there and i would just be riffing Sure, of I'd, course. I'd, I'd be like, you know where I'm going to be next Saturday at 8 o'clock? Well, I'm going to be at the Corn Show at the Wolstein Theater. Make sure you get there early because Chevelle's going on first and you don't want to miss that. I know I don't. Yep. You know, oh. That is the hot new band out of Nova Scotia, Canada, coming down here to play with Corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah if you was... like Doom Rock, if you like the rock of, you know, whatever, yeah. you're going to love Chevelle. Yeah. Oh, it was just brutal, you know, just come in and do the, and, and meanwhile, half the time that, the that we would be announcing shows, the shows would be happening the same night that, the, that our show was on. <laughs> so I'd be doing these liners. I wouldn't have any idea when the show was. Yeah. So, you so know, I would say, you're going to be there, but you're yeah. actually going to be live in your studio doing yeah. that metal show or exactly metal show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, they'd be like, yeah, the show is on uh, February 23rd and then February 23rd would be a Sunday and I'd be not at that show. You know, <laughs> It was, it was so goofy, but, I, I didn't mind. I mean, that part of it, I didn't mind. What drove me nuts about commercial radio was near the end, after the after the Janet Jackson thing, everything <laughs> fucking changed. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. It just got, it got well, to be. It, it so, got suckier than it already was. Oh, it was, for me personally, it was so overwhelming. Of course. Just, just you know, first they started picking apart the show, which. I wasn't having, you know, I mean, one of the reasons we went to 93 or 92, three, and I took less money, you know, we took less money to have our show where we had a hundred percent creative freedom on the show. We were offered more than we took, but I was, I wasn't willing to give up. Like they wanted the show name. And they wanted the, uh, you know, input into the content. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it, like, it's everything that we're against with. This yeah. Show. 
Well, I was always against it because MMS did that to us. Yeah, and I and I get it, but but my point is, is the reason we do what we do here, yeah. and we're not a commercial sponsored show, is because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, because it blows. It does. You know, there, there's nothing worse than you go in to do a show, and, and and I mean, people that weren't that are not from here don't remember, or people that aren't old don't remember. <laughs> but the metal, the metal show was pretty off the cuff it was it was like raunchy a little bit and wild a little bit and well it it wasn't like this it was a sunday night yeah and and it was off hours per se and Mm -hmm. only the hardcores who get that shit would be tuning in it isn't like a it isn't a passerby show. It isn't somebody, no. somebody that is driving their children to to, to grade school in a minivan. Right. It's right. it, it, the hardcore metal guys who would mm-hmm. tune in. And again, another male dominated. Oh yeah, dude. We had no chicks that listen to that show, but of course not. But the thing was, when we were at MMS, and this used to make me crazy, I would come in to do the show. I'd be all pumped up and. You know, there was a lot of work that went into the show. Like Matt and I used to, what we used to do is each guy would submit 11 songs and then Matt would play them. And then we would, you know, then we'd play our songs. Well, we had to edit all the songs because the station didn't do that. You know, they weren't playing Sepultura. They weren't playing, you know, heavy stuff. So I had to take every single song, open it in WaveLab, listen to it without any interruption. So I didn't miss any fucks or whatever and go through and flip the, you know, either flip it or beep it or whatever I was going to do to make it playable for the station. And you know, me, I was not, was not going to just say, Oh, I won't play it because it has a cuss word in it. I took the extra time to do it. So it took me hours to do my 11 songs every week. Sure. So I would do all this work and then I would get there for the show. And then Matt, Matt would tell me five minutes before the show was to go on. He'd be like, oh, by the way, we're going to have a call in from David Draymond. Bob, Bob. No, I wish David Draymond would have been fine. He did from, call it. Well, he called it. I mean, yeah. I mean, we we brought him in. We booked yeah. him in. Well, 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 I, I, was, I was in the studio one night when he called in. Yeah. I mean, we we had. Down with the sickness. Yeah, I mean, that was that was one thing. I'm talking about what local band X that the um, Peabody's had playing next Friday. All right. And they wanted a little promotion. huh? Yeah. Well, they wanted a, a second. They wanted like 20 minutes. Okay. They and, wanted and, us to do 20 two minutes bits. for your show was, was a big deal because yeah. your show, you, your guys talk segments were literally two yeah, to six three, minutes, three minutes. No, we, we did a little longer than that. We did about six minute talk. Yeah, we would do just a, a two, two six minute talks every half hour. Yeah, so that so having abandoned for twenty minutes was oh. three six minute segments. Yeah, it it just sucked, and and it would be local band. And let's be honest, not against local bands. I'm all for anybody trying to make music and trying to do it, but most of the bands that would come through didn't have shit going on. They'd never done anything. They'd never played anywhere. They thought that they were on tour when they played Akron one week and <laughs> Pitt, and Pittsburgh one week and then right. Cleveland the next week. And they were they, on the North Coast store with yeah. uh, Michael Stanley. 
Yeah, well, they would they'd have T-shirts that said North Coast Tour. Right, it was the light of day. It was uh, Joan Jett and Michael J. Fox. They were playing Euclid Tavern yeah. one week, and then they right. were playing at the uh, Akron and the Youngstown Agora the next week. Yeah. Dude, don't you <laughs> remember the liquor? Mansfield. They were playing at Mansfield. <laughs> don't you remember the liquor and sticker T-shirts? Yeah, sticker world I, tours. I, I still have mine. Yeah, I mean, and it had tour dates on it. Yes. Yeah, speaking of that, real quick, side note, did I tell you that Roger died? Yes, you, you okay. sent me as a thing, yeah. Okay, I don't remember. Died, I told the, you. died of the coof. He died of the vid. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he was vaccinated. Shut up. But, no, but he, no. he, uh, Well, according to the article I read, mm. he, he was not vaccinated. But oh. if Roger was still here today, he mm -hmm. would have said, get vaccinated that's what that's his family right. said he would have said and that's and right thing is that roger was in the medical profession no when he when he passed away well janitors don't necessarily have medical knowledge <laughs> I, I saw that picture of him and i was just like holy shit of yeah. course i haven't seen him in 30 years but right. <laughs> you know, i was looking at this, this is that the same guy that i knew yeah. 30 years ago yeah, I, I I wouldn't have picked him out if he was standing right next to no, me. No, I wouldn't have either. But uh, regardless of that, but yeah. go ahead, rest in peace. Yeah, but but yeah, so that would be the that would be the the deal at MMS was we would go in, and they would just pull the rug out on us last fucking segment, last second, and it just sucked. Yeah, and it, and, it, and then but and then it got even worse after Janet Jackson, because after the Janet Jackson thing. Every week, we would get a handful of paperwork. <laughs> Every fucking week, it'd be like, okay, these are the words that are now on the on the no no list, and it was always the, called the, the bad, no no the bad, list. A bad word list. No, it was called the no. I'm yeah, literally yeah. called the no no list. <laughs> which you know, what are we ten? Yeah. You know, we got the no no list, and every week it was something different. And I mean. I, I just wouldn't abide by it. I just was like, no, nah, I'm doing what I do. And so Matt would dump out on me and I would get furious with Matt. I'd be like, dude, come on, you know, let it flow. It's not a findable thing. It was a station thing. And my thing was we didn't have to answer to the station because we had creative control. You know, if, if it was an FCC thing, that would have been one thing, but we didn't have to answer to the station because we had creative control. And Matt just didn't want to deal with that. He was like, no, no, I don't want the problem. I don't want the problem. I was like, all right, fine. So he's dumping out on me. Then I'm getting pissed off. So then I'm dropping F-bombs just to really fucking get at him. <laughs> you know, then then we we were, you know, I can't tell you how many times we ran out of dump where Matt would have to go and play a song. You know, the infamous Van Halen that's always in the that the stations always have ready just in case sure. a guest goes crazy. <laughs> you know, there's always a Van Halen record queued up and ready. And we had to go to it a couple times. Cause I would just, I would get mad and I'd be like, fuck, 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 you know, <laughs> you know, just, just, and Matt would just dump, dump, dump. And then all of a sudden you'd start, I would hear the replays the next day. And I don't, if, if you hit dump more than three times in 30 seconds, it starts to sound like you're underwater. Right. You know, the audio that does come out is like, you know, yeah, it sounds all yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we would do that. So then we ended up with Jeremy, who was our intern. 
they put a button where he used to sit. They they put a button in so that he had a dump button because they were afraid that Matt running the board and running the callers and everything else that he would miss something. So then they had Jeremy and his whole job was to listen to me and dump out on me. And it, it was just bad, man. I, I was at the end of it. I, I mean, the final straw, the second to last show I did with them, we got into it because the word douchebag came up on the no-no list. And we were allowed to say douche. I, I mean, I went, I went to Kim with this and I was like, or to Nard, who was our PD at the time. And I went to Nard and I said to him, I said, dude, explain this to me. Douchebag. I get it that I can't say that you're inserting a douchebag into some chick's twat. I get that part, but I can't say douchebag. I can't call someone a douchebag. No. Can I say bag? Yes. Can I say douche? Yes. Can I say douche bag with a space? No. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. So then I went right on the air and did it, you know, and then um, Jeremy dumped out on me like the first time. And I was like, did you dump out on me for saying douchebag? Dumped out again. I said, really? You're going to keep dumping out on me for saying douchebag? <laughs> you know, I kept doing it. And then finally Matt got all fucking mad and went to song and, you know, was yelling at me. And then, you know, then one week later, we, I get, I get us fired for going after talking metal on this show. Right. And, <laughs> and honestly, and, and you remember that dude, I was not upset. I, I was mad that I got Matt fired. I wasn't mad that I got me fired. I was happy to get off a of commercial radio at that point. Cause I was bad miserable. Yeah, bad word. <laughs> I remember bad that with, K, with K E I F. Yeah. That was another guy. Boy, talk about guys that hated me in radio. That guy hated me. Remember him? That, what was that yeah. guy's name? Mike, Mike Andrews, maybe yeah, something like that. Yeah. He was the afternoon guy. Yeah. Hated, hated me, hated our show, hated that we were getting numbers on his station. Yep. Hated that I didn't like the sister Bertha bangers bit hated that we trashed that hated that we would go on our dude. Do you remember this? This, I know we're just memory laning a little bit yeah, here, but it's fun. We, people, you know, people always ask about a little bit of the history yeah. of the show. So yeah, it's fun. Do you remember us the first week that we were on the rocket and we pretended like we had flown in? Oh yeah. Yeah, we, we, we were flying in every week to do the show live yeah. on, the, on the on the air. Right. And I had gotten with Scott and gotten like two or three like events that were going on. Yeah. So you acted as if, uh, yeah. you know, you were you were live there in town. Yeah. And I and literally me and you were just riffing. We were like, yeah, you know. I didn't see you out at Bill's tire for the hot dog cook off. Neely, where were you at? You were like, oh, I was at Joe's. Joe's well, bar. We were doing we were doing the Opie and Anthony. Keep it local. Yeah. It we local, were <laughs> you know, you know, local radio. Make sure you mention local stuff. Yeah. And we were just we were just riffing like we were there. Yeah, we were goofing on all that stuff. And we, and we just kept riffing, riffing and saying the guys' names. We're like, yeah, you know who I saw here? Anita. Anita was here at the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that was some fun times. I, I know, and and the thing is, is and one of the things I remember looking up is mm -hmm. is I looked up Enid, Oklahoma, 
And yeah. I, I and I looked at some of the street names and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I was down there on Maple Avenue at the corner of blah, blah, blah. And I saw, right. old, you know, I saw old Bill Johnson. Remember him? He used to run that tavern down there at, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, right. we were just pretending like we had been there our whole lives. <laughs> like we're citizens of the area or something. <laughs> that was so much fun, dude. That, that shit was funny, man. It was funny. You know, that was all I, I, I enjoyed our Enid, Oklahoma time. Yeah, I really the did. Rocket radio. The rocket. 1047, yeah. the rocket. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, Scott, Scott found us entertaining, but the other, you know, DJs on yeah. that station, they did not like us at they all. They hate it because we were actually getting traction. I know, but, but see, again, we were the Opie and Anthony being yeah. syndicated on their station. It's like, who mm-hmm. the fuck are these guys? Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, it was funny because Scott used to call me, Scott would call me up and he would say, Hey man, um, so-and-so is going to do a, going to be playing the beach boys or something at two o'clock, two to three. Right. right. Would, would you do a call in? Yeah. You know, so we can cross promote. And I was like, sure. You know, I was always willing to do it. <laughs> and then we would call it. It was that Mike guy that hated me. Yeah. He didn't like you. He hated me. And I, I, the Beach Boys one, I, I remember he was doing all Beach Boys. And I requested the one song that Charlie Manson wrote. Oh, yeah, that Charlie Manson wrote. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not going to play that song. Yeah. And, and I think I think he called you out for saying freaking on the air or something. Yeah, he like did. That. He yeah, did for saying freaking. He said, he said that's something, you know, you said something like that's freaking ridiculous or something. Goes, yeah. Freaking, what kind of language is that to be using on the air or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, he was he was scolding me. You know, he was the <laughs> elder statesman. <laughs> yeah. Freaking. And I said freaking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It but was fun, it, though, dude. Yeah, but, but you know, Scott, you know, was really good about playing along with our goof. Oh, yeah. And, and he hooked us up with Tommy Two-Tone. That was funny. Yeah. That was the funniest shit, man. Having that Tommy two-tone on the show, just calling in randomly like that. Dude, and- that's what, that is one of those MP3s that I just want to get that whole show from you. Cause that literally the Tommy two-tone segment was hilarious. That me just destroying that comic. The birth of bangers. No, not birth of the one before birth. Oh, of yeah, he, he thought he was really funny and it yeah. just, yeah. Okay. What else you got? And I just, I, I melted his face. I just fucking power slammed. And then the birth of bangers on top of that, that was the all time. That's to me, that's, that's one of the top three funniest things that's ever happened on the classic because, because metal show. You made it, because you made him break character because yeah. he couldn't help but laugh when you said you caught cum in the pontiff's hat. Yeah. <laughs> That shit was hilarious. He goes, ah, you got me. Because <laughs> he was trying to play that whole thing that he was taking religitol. Yeah. And, but ever, dude, when you listen back to that segment, everything about that's funny. Do you guys take religitol? Yes. I would give him the exact opposite answer that he wanted. So he couldn't go into his. Yeah. So, so he couldn't expand anymore. Have you heard our song? No. <laughs> And remember at some point I said to him, I said, is this the part where I laugh? (laughs) And then you played the laugh effect. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was just weird. 
and, and, and so the whole fun. weird thing is that's that's when we got familiar with the snake man yeah and the snake man had made some comment that that he found tommy two-tones wallet or something at the rainbow right. or some shit like that Mm-hmm. And and then strangely enough, like a week or two later, we had actually Tommy Two Tone on the yeah. show and said, "Hey, do you know the Snake Man?" I know that was that. I mean, that was the whole reason we interviewed Tommy Two Tone. No, that was just the weirdest fucking coincidence that yeah. the Snake Man told us that story, and then we actually had Tommy Two Tone on yeah. unexpectedly, and right. it gave us an opportunity to ask him that question. Right, dude, wasn't that the same night? I think this was the same night too. Another great segment that came out of that exact show. Wasn't that the night since we were interviewing Tommy two tone that we went all around the country, just dialing different eight, six, seven, five, three, Oh nines. That's a funny fucking segment too. <laughs> I think we dialed like 15 different eight, yeah, six, we, seven, we, five, three, Oh nines. Dialed them in different area codes and stuff. Yeah, We just found a new area code and dialed it and, the one that always cracked me up was the guy that goes, Jenny's not here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, that, that one episode was one of the best episodes of the CMS it, it, well, ever. Because it was just spontaneous and off the cuff. Yeah. So because, good. because we didn't, we didn't know Scott was, he, they were having some kind of a, some like kind a, of a live, some kind of a live yeah. event. Sponsored it's like a by. town fair or something. And yeah, Tommy yeah, Two-Tone yeah. was the highlight. Yeah. And he called in and he goes, Hey, you guys want to talk to Tommy Two-Tone? And we're just like, yeah, put him on. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> it was just the weirdest coincidence. Yeah. And we're riffing about Tommy Two-Tone. Neither one of us knew anything about Tommy Two-Tone. I mean, nothing. I yeah. didn't know. Dude, I, I even today, I've now interviewed Tommy Two-Tone. I can't name one album. Can you name an album? No, of course not. I know one song. I can't even name two songs. Well, that's What's... what he's known for is eight six seven five three zero nine. Yeah, he doesn't have another song, as far as no, I know. He's, he's the he's the quintessential one hit wonder. Yeah, he's the all time one hit wonder. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And but we talked to him. Uh, yeah, because he's Mister eight six seven five three. He's the guy. Yeah, because he, because when that song came out, everybody was dialing that number. Yeah, you know, and and that was just sort of a goofy thing because it was just like, oh, hey, dial that number. Is Jenny there? Yeah, <laughs> is Jenny there? <laughs> it was it was just freaking weird, man. Yeah, it was too but, good, man. But that was the um, that you know that was uh, again the power of MTV. Everybody mm -hmm. was just like, oh, hey, there's Jenny. Oh yeah, yeah, let's call Jenny. Let's dial that number. You know. Do you think you could pick out Tommy Two Tone if you saw him, like no, if you walked right not. by him? No, of course not. I don't either. Do you think you could pick out? I'm just trying to think of other guys that were like big. Could you pick out the singer from Men at Work? Mm, I could if I could see his eye because he's got that weird eye. <laughs> but if he's that, wearing sunglasses, forget yeah, it. That that Colin Hay. Yeah, Colin Hay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think who. There was a lot of those bands. Could you pick out any member of a flock of seagulls? Well, we we saw that guy from some yeah. flock of seagulls. We played that video a few weeks ago. Right. And, and I didn't recognize boy, him. We, we all looked at him like, well, who the fuck is that? Yeah, we weren't even sure it was the real flock guy. Yeah, I know. 
He's just kind of a fat, bald guy. Yeah. What about a Thompson twin? Are are they even? Are, I think one of the one of the members died or something. Oh, let's look that up. I don't even know. But they but they had that weird extreme hair, which I'm sure they would never have now. So yeah. so you would only know them if you saw the weird extreme hair. Let's see. But it but but it was uh it was a guy and a girl, right? There's two guys and a girl. All right. Let's see. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't recognize her. Jesus. You might recognize her if she taught at your school. Of course. Let's see. Share, share screen. Here is Thompson Twin Girl. I have no idea what her name is. Yeah, you wouldn't know her. Would not know her. All right. Well, she threw her hair out, so you can't see that uh, that awful tattoo on the side of her head anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there she is. Oh, here's this guy. All right. This is one of the Tom. <laughs> this is the Thompson twin. This is Tom Bailey of the Thompson twins. Okay. Let's pull him up. He's. Yeah, you would never know these guys. These. Well, why? Why would you? Because they were on MTV like every yeah, thirty know, seconds. But, but that was forty years ago. Yeah, but we it, watched. I know, but but you know, again, like I said, you know, you kind of knew them for their their look, their extreme sure. look. Sure. But he just kind of looks like a wood shop worker. No. He lo he looks like he teaches shop class at the local high school. Exactly. Yeah. Would you recognize Fred Schneider? Oh, right. Said Fred. Oh, no, oh, oh, yeah. The Love Shack baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. The gay, the gay dude. Yeah. I think I would recognize this guy. I'm looking at his picture. I think I'd recognize him now. Eyes are quite bloodshot. Yeah, let's see. yeah, I think this guy recognizable even today. He really looks kind of the same. Interesting. So he maintained his look. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even, I mean, he looks older, but he doesn't look like he's a hundred other than yeah, these eyes that look like he's been drinking. He, for he hasn't been, but he didn't let himself go. Hmm. Oh, yeah. You could see that, that gay look on his face. Yeah. Well, you know, there's been a cock in there, but. <laughs> At least. But I mean, what is what, what is with the gays and always pursing the lips? Oh, trying to prove that there's not always a dick in it. Ugh. I don't know. But what's with his eyes? Yeah, they're pretty bloodshot. Yeah, he's coming off a three-day bender. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says though. The Love Shack is like the greatest song from the '80s. <laughs> That's my jam, man. The really? Love Shack, baby. Uh, what, what's that? Uh, what's that uh, chick's name? This chick singer, Kate Pearson. Yeah, she she was always sexy. I always yeah. liked her. She just always she was just always, you know, small and curvy and sexy. Let's see what she's doing. She just has sort of a. She just had a very, you know, just kind of a sexy look about her all the time. Still got the big old canes. 
Let's see. Open image. Let's get you. To, let's get you on the screen, Kate Pearson. Share Opera. The fuck? Oh, there it is. Uh, she's a little thick now. Oh, she is eighty or whatever. <laughs> she's eighty. <laughs> I don't know how old. How old is she? Kate Pearson. Uh, she's eight. in her seventies. I'm pretty sure. I think she's seventy yeah. something. Yeah, let's see. Oh, Kate Pearson. 73. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So she put on a couple pounds, whatever. Yeah. I, so, I'd, still, I'd still do her. Why not? You'd have to fucking invest in lube to get down there, but once you got there, it'd be fine. <laughs> Dude, you you, you want to feel really fucking old? Yeah, sure. I, so for whatever reason just because I'm a faggot, I guess <laughs> okay. I, I, I I'm watching um, the golden girls right now. Oh, really? I, I'm just watching it. It's funny. It okay. actually is funny. Okay. The golden girls. How old do you think that they're supposed to be? Um, Forties, fifties, fifties. They're our age. Yeah. Literally a couple times. B Arthur, B Arthur says i'm 54 years old okay and i'm like you look how like is that 80. she looked like she's 85 years old yeah and i'm sorry but there's no way on any planet was anybody ever saying man i gotta get into rue mcclanahan's pants <laughs> that is an ugly woman yeah there was no and, and dude they had one episode they, this is how dorky my life is I'm watching this. They have an episode. They have a guy that's a bodybuilder that's like 25 years old. Okay. Hitting on Blanche. Okay. And taking Blanche to dinner to bang her. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, she's like 40 years older than this dude. Right. This guy's like 22 or whatever. And and it was funny because he's wearing like the Don Johnson clothes. Sure. So he's wearing the Don Johnson clothes, like the the tank top underneath. Yeah. And she's wearing some kind of dress that has that. I don't know what you even call that. It's like a frill that's over the front. Looks like it's from Little House on the Prairie or some (laughs) shit. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no who who was writing this show that looked at that and said, yeah, this makes sense. This will be a good plot. Nobody will question it. Right. But yeah, all the Golden Girls. It's another show. I never realized how dirty that show was. They're constantly talking about getting dick. Yeah. Four dirty old ladies. Well, yeah. I mean, well, three and three and Betty White. Well, I thought, I thought the, uh, the, uh, who was it? Um, um, the grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. Estelle. She, she was supposed to be older than the rest of them, even though she was age in real life. Yeah, she was the same age in real life, but they put her as like she was like eighty or whatever. Yeah, well, she she was uh, uh what's her name's mother? Uh, B. Arthur's. Yeah, B. Arthur's mother. Yeah. Yeah, Dorothy. Yeah, she was B. Arthur's mother, but yeah, even she was talking about back in the day when she was fucking the guy that made the pizzas in town and shit like that. You know, I mean, she's she was talking about getting some dick. Sure. And they can't stop Blanche from finding cock. You know. Cock falls into her pussy. Well, again, it goes back to that whole thing about, you know, 
no matter what you look like or how old or whatever, mm -hmm. if you got a pussy, you're going to get a dick. Oh yeah. Someone will, somebody will slide right in. If you want one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just the the way they kept playing up that fucking Rue McClanahan as hot. Well, she she was the whore though, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so it wasn't because she was physically attractive. It's she had the attitude, right? Yeah. Well, they tried to make it though like she was hot. Yeah. Well, she she was the she was the sex pot. Yeah. When really the only one in that in that bunch that was remotely bangable was fucking Betty White. They had one episode where they were dancing, Betty White and Blanche. And Betty White's legs look pretty good for a fucking old grandmother. <laughs> old lady. Yeah, I was like, look at that. It's pretty <laughs> solid. <laughs> look at you have a Betty White fantasy. Oh, yeah, I'm just rubbing one out to Betty White, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I may have seen like three episodes of that show total. Yeah, I mean it's not great, but it's not it's 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 okay. It's it's passable. Well, uh, after after you're done with uh Golden Girls, you'll be moving on to designing women. Yeah, no, I won't be. Yes, you will. No, I won't because <laughs> you, know, I've, I've, you know what? I'm watching uh you know designing women and you know that Annie Potts, she's actually now, Annie Potts hot. was hot. Annie Potts was hot. See? I'll give you that Annie Potts was hot. Hey, but... you know, I never realized Annie Potts is on designing women. I always had a thing for her. You know, I'm gonna give this show a whirl. Hey, Annie you know, Potts, this is pretty good. She Annie Potts pretty hot, but no, I'll tell you why I will never watch that show. You know, Delta Burt, she, no. she's a little bit thicker, but boy, no. you know, I bet you she could bang pretty good. No, I'll bet you she can't. She can bang into a refrigerator. You know, Dixie Carter, she was a little older, but you know what? She she probably could she probably could suck a mean yeah. dick. No. That show never did nothing for me, and especially <laughs> what's her name? Um the one that you just said, um, Delta Burke, Dixie Delta Carter. Burke. Yeah. Delta Burke was horrible. Horrible. Uh, she was, she was the, uh, you know, she was the token fat chick. Well, and then they had a spinoff on that show. I don't know if you know this, dude, this is so embarrassing. Fucking razor fist of all people just hammered me for knowing this. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking he, he put up something about, about, um, he made a Delta Burke comment yeah. And I and I made some comment back about about hey that wasn't her last acting gig her last acting gig was the was the spinoff called uh, Women of the Woman of the House, which was after her husband died. Then she took over like as a congresswoman or something for her really? husband. I, I wouldn't even yeah. know that. It's with her and Patricia Heaton from um, Everybody Loves Raymond. The okay. wife on Everybody Loves Raymond. All right. And sadly, I knew this, and I posted this on whatever, and fucking Razor Fist couldn't wait a second to just be like, <laughs> what's the matter with you, faggot? You know? <laughs> but, but yeah, Delta Burke just was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, she was, I, I remember seeing her on a lot of these you know, uh, being interviewed all the time for right. some reason. I don't remember Vicki Lawrence was attractive. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, Mama's Family? Yeah, I don't know about that. Carol Burnett Show? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's talking about Mama's Family. Uh, Which I did like Mama's Family, but I never found any hotness in that show. With Ken Berry. Ken Berry. He's dead. Yep, they're all dead. 
Is Vicky Lawrence dead? I have no idea. I don't think she is, but boy. I see old Lou Grant died. Did he? Yeah, oh, he yeah. died. Yeah, it's another celebrity yeah, that died. You, we didn't mention earlier tonight. Vicky Lawrence alive. Yeah. yeah, old old uh old uh Ed Asner passed away too. Yeah, well, whatever. That guy held on to a career that just shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Well, regardless, but that's another that's another famous person that passed away just in the last week. Yeah. He was good in Mary Tyler Moore. He was passable in JFK. That's it. Yeah. But, yeah, look at this. Patricia Heaton is hot. I agree with that. She's pretty hot as a plane. I, I don't know who she is. Patricia Heaton? Yeah, well, yeah, I know everybody loves Raymond. I, I maybe have seen that's another show I never watched because I just can't take that married couple shit. Yeah, that shows a little. I mean, it's it's funny, I guess, if you're it's funny for me when I was married. I don't know that <laughs> I would enjoy it much now, but yeah, the I, the only episode that I could even tell you about was there was an episode about there was a suitcase on the stairs and they were trying to see who was going to break down and take it upstairs first. Okay. It, it just caused a big rift between them. Like, why do I have to do it? Why do you know, why do we, I have to do it? Right. It, it was the weirdest goddamn thing is. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. She's all right. Yeah. She's okay. Now that is that a current picture. Um, cause I remember her being a little, little thicker on the TV show. That's her Twitter picture. I'm assuming yeah. that's current. Uh, she must have she must have gotten shape because when she was on Everybody Loves Raymond, she was kind of like that middle aged thick chick. Let's see. Open image, new tab. All right here she is so, showing some boobies. Wrong button. Whoops. Push the wrong button. This is why we need we need staff. Yeah, we need production staff, man. There she is showing a little boobage. Uh, she's got a little 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 booby there. Yeah, she um Let's see, she she looks a little she looks a little older in that picture than she does on her Twitter picture. She bought some tits. Good for her. Yeah. She's got some tit meat, as Stephanie would say. Mm, nothing wrong with some tit meat. Uh uh. She's got a lot of tit meat. Look at some of these pictures. Now I'm looking now. I'm, you got me in my Patricia Heaton mode now. Jesus. <laughs> Look at Patricia Heaton got some boobs. Share. What's this thing called? 12. 12. Yeah, she she looks pretty good there. Yeah, for a 60-whatever-year-old woman. Is that how old she is? She's something like that. How old is Patricia Heaton? Patricia Heaton is... Uh, da, 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 da. She's from here, by the way. She's from Cleveland? She's from Bay Village, yeah. She's Bay 60, Village. 63. Her really? dad was Chuck Heaton, the, the writer guy. Okay. The guy from The Plain Dealer. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, she's 63 years young. How about that? Yep. Yeah, there's there's a gal who keeps it together. Well, good for her. Yeah. I bet that's, she... that, that's proof positive that, you know, if you you keep it together, you can, you know, you could you could keep a little bit of youthfulness about you. 
And then die from COVID anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it together. Yeah, pal. Yeah. That's a little work. Gotta, gotta work at it. Gotta watch your diet, you know, not abuse yourself, but you could keep it together if you wanted to. Yeah. Pass. 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 Early death is the way. Is that how it is? That's the way it is for me. Live. How's that uh, Leonard Skinner said, uh, live fast and die young and leave a good looking corpse. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm just hopeful that, it, that I've spent every penny that I've made going into the death. Is that why? I, I'm hopeful that the last penny that I made pays for the, is, is like $10 short for the cremation. <laughs> I don't want to give any extra, none. Right. You know, and I've already told my kids, don't even claim the fucking body. Right. Just let them fucking throw it out in the trash. Who cares? <laughs> Donate it to science. Yeah. Who cares? Cut it all up. Give it away to a bunch of other people. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. They'll donate it to that place, what, Tennessee or, or Georgia, where they, they do their forensics on it. Yeah. You know, where they leave it in certain situations to understand the decompositions at certain stages. So. Sure. So they, when they have to go identify a body that, uh, has been left somewhere, they can tell about at what point uh, that person was deceased. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 A forensic study place. Yeah. Yeah. But they, but they have all kinds of bodies in different situations, like in the front seat of a car sure, or, or laying out in the woods or, you know, inside of a house or. Or something like that, and they just let them naturally decompose, yeah. and then they go do you know studies on them at certain points to understand, you know, at this point a body looks like this, right? And at this point a body looks like this, you know, yeah. and that that way they understand that if they encounter, you know, uh, a body out right. in the desert or something, they understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this this person expired, you know, eleven years ago and thirty one. Sure. yeah i think i saw a movie on that i think it was called her name was krista is that what it was (laughs) (laughs) shot over barberton ohio yeah that's right yeah geez what a sick movie i loved it freaking bizarre yeah i know him and drew are out out somewhere shooting a new movie right now so they're 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 putting something together as we speak call he said i could be in the next movie (laughs) Well, maybe the next, the next Ohio movie. Cause they're, they're somewhere else. They're like in, I think Drew told me they're in North Carolina or somewhere. Uh, I see. So they're down maybe there the next snowstorm. Yeah. Maybe the next Ohio movie. Well, I'm telling you, dude, there's, there's plenty of snow here. Plenty. I believe you. I mean, there's a lot of snow. Yeah. Well, what do you care? You don't go anywhere. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't, you got the you know. DoorDash coming to you. You got Walmart delivering your groceries damn right you don't need to go get gas because you don't drive no i don't have anywhere to be yeah my biggest fear is the internet going down other than that i really don't give a shit that that's a fear well it's a it's a a fear of inconvenience it's a fear of inconvenience (laughs) isn't there a didn't al gore make a movie called a fear of inconvenience (laughs) i think so the inconvenient truth yeah (laughs) The fear of inconvenience. That's that's what it is for me. It's a fear yeah. of inconvenience. That, that's the reboot. 
I do not want to have to come off of the Roku and actually watch over the air TV. Oh, no. Oh, no. I do not want these tragic things, these tragic problems that poppers have. Yes. I need to be able to watch on demand. These are these are first world problems here. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons I upgraded my phone so that I could 5G from my phone if there ever is an internet outage. Right. You I can, can use my hot, you're a hotspot junkie. I will be a hotspot junkie. Because <laughs> if I ever don't have internet, I will be plugging my phone up as a hotspot and I will be connecting my laptop to it. And then you will be singing Jeff Tate's praises for turning you on to being a hotspot junkie. I will. I will reacquaint myself with Frequency Unknown or whatever album that was on. Dedicated to Chaos, I think, is the actual album. I believe that you're correct. You know, and I'll be listening away going, Jeff had it right. Yes. (laughs) There was a lesson to be learned. That's right. And he taught it. The great Jeff Tate. (laughs) All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Wow. we We did an hour and 15 minutes and didn't talk about anything. No, we were just shooting the shit about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we were like the, what, what's a, that new show you introduced me to tonight? The, um, it, it's too late with, um, Alan Mosley. Yeah. Well, he, we, we talked about stuff and subjects and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Next week though, seriously, I think we do soup tier. Soup tier. I'm going to find 43 of my favorite soups. <laughs> 43 yeah. 43 soups even exist we're gonna find 43 soups and we're gonna tear them yeah and we're gonna get a guest who's a who's a doctor at some hospital a, somewhere or something who's a soup connoisseur yeah who's a, who's a soup guy yeah and we'll we'll do the we'll do um our soup tears okay <laughs> why, why don't you find a virologist who understands soup and understands the uh the anti-COVID properties of a certain soup. Yeah, I think that, that would that be. If you eat this soup, you'll be protected. Mm-hmm. We definitely need somebody that could tell us the proper temperature for each soup. Right. Because, you know, I don't know if you know this, but a chicken noodle soup can taste a little different if it's a little overcooked. Whereas a tomato soup is just perfect when it's a little bit over overdone. If you cook a tomato soup, if you cook a tomato soup, to to the point that it leaves just a little a little ring around the bowl yes from overheating it yes oh delicious delicious and if you and if you dunk your uh your grilled cheese sandwich in it oh so much better but only if you use both american and provolone right you gotta have a mixture of the cheeses but if you really want to go crazy put a scoop of ice cream in it it'll make it so much better just on the side, Neely. Just on the side. You gotta have you gotta have a scoop of ice cream on the side with your with your <laughs> is it, is cheese it sandwich or, or sherbet. Well, for me, it would be sherbet, Neely. Right. What, what I... Orange sherbet. Yeah, uh, orange is good. Rainbow is good. Okay. Uh, coconut is good. Coconut. Yeah, coconut sherbet. That's the shit. All right. I think I think we're coming up on a new one. Oh, we're gonna have. So I'm gonna find 83 different types of sherbet. And we're going to do the Sherbert tier next week. Right. Of course. I think that's a good one. That would See, be. Look, the people are offering up their soups, tomato soup, French onion soup. All right. We need 41 more guys. Come on. <laughs> Why don't you resort to the book of Campbell? Because they have, have all 
scoops, beef and barley. Right. <laughs> Minestrone. Right. Or minestrone, as I used to call it as a kid. Yeah, minestrone. Minestrone. Yeah, my minestrone eating yeah. this soup. It's so Cheddar good. broccoli. Yeah, there you go. Look at them just beef offering with, it up. Beef with bacon. Fish soup. Ew. Fish head soup. Ew, no. That would be low on my tier. Right. In fact, it might go in the never had tier, actually. Yeah, it will go in the never had tier. Yeah, cream of chicken. Mm. Yeah. Cream of some young guy. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I, see, see, we made a segment spontaneous and made it fucking funny. Yeah, exactly. And sadly, we're getting so many recommendations. I think the chat room wants us to do soup tier. <laughs> I'm thinking they do. <laughs> so, so, so silly. <laughs> what a... What a show that show. I knew that was going to be, oh. I knew it was different, but I knew it was going to be a home run. I knew it was going to make you just, crazy. That's drudgery. <laughs> I just knew it, it was going to be It was just painful to watch. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing redeeming about that show at all. Right. You know, you just sit there and go, when is this going to be over? Yeah. Yeah, you do. But, um, <laughs> But it 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 just kept on going, dude. The funny part is that that we could have listened to thirty three more minutes. Well, actually, more because we skipped around. Yeah, I know. So so literally, I think you may have played fifteen minutes total of the whole yeah. show. So there was forty five minutes left. Yeah, it's a lot of show, especially that. Oh, God. <laughs> especially the pie. Oh. We skipped 20 minutes of pie. I know. And we watched at least 10 minutes of pie. We watched at least 10 minutes of the pie, didn't we? Uh, not. I think more like eight. I think we watched wow. about eight minutes of pie. We Just watched think... like three minutes of intro, eight minutes of pie, right. and then like 10 minutes of, of viewer mail. Yeah, the viewer mail. Just horrible. All right. Well, I'll I'll let you pick a departing song. So, what what should we play to take us out? Um, I want to hear um, ba -ba 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 -bum. how about um, buy in or sell out from Sons of Texas? Sons, like Sons of Texas. Yeah, from the Forged by Fortitude release. Okay, I like that band a lot. All right. Uh, forged by fortitude. All right. I got it. And what was it? Buy in or sell out. All right. That's the lead off track. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We will be back next Saturday. We'll do this thing all over again. Appreciate everybody who's tuned in, hung out with us, listen to the show live as well as the video chat room, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And fuck you, Ben. I'm going to play some lynch mob on my way out tonight. So suck my dick. <laughs> All right. So until next Saturday night, this is Neely along with my very good friend, Chris Egan. We're gone. Bye, kids. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. 
Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill, fuck you, pal, and handjob! MyHappyDesires.com Visit us at MyHappyDesires.com and add some toys to your toy box. Let your imagination be the guide to your stress relief. MyHappyDesires.com has everything for the perfect play night. Alone or not, you choose. Fuel your desires without breaking the bank. MyHappyDesires.com 